The Lay of the Land presents Conversational Pace, a running podcast for the everyday runner with Dane Kennedy, Ben Morrison, Stel Panayides, and Steve O'Callaghan. From that day on, if I was going somewhere, I was running. Conversational Pace, part three. Welcome. New, new little intro there. Uh, hope you like it. Something different. Uh, welcome to the boys, Benny, Stell and Dane. We also have a very special guest with us tonight, known in our running group as The Flash. Uh, we've been keen to get him on for the pod for a while, so hello to you and welcome Sean Starbuck. How you going? Thank you, boys. Long time listener. First time appearance. <laughs> <laughs> now, you're known as The Flash uh, due to your quick runs and the closest of us getting to a sub tw- sub 25k. Have you put any... Uh, you know, quick 5k runs in recently? Uh, went for a bit of a, a bit of a sprint yesterday. So I've started doing um, a bit of training for that sub 20. I'm, I'm trying desperately to get it before Christmas. Yes. Uh, so I'm starting to mix in some uh, 400 meter sprints. Um, yeah, into the mix. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, still still to, uh, struggling and just trying to catch that 20 minute mark. Nice. Now, I don't know how many of you actually know this or our listeners know this, but our guest this week, Sean, aka The Flash, is actually the quickest in the following distances. 1K, 3 minutes 30. 5K, he's done it in 2029. 10K, 47.10. He's done the one mile in six minutes and two seconds. And he's done a half marathon in one hour and 58 minutes. Of all of us here today, tonight, time of recording, Thursday night, he he's the quickest in all those distances. That's why I'm the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Killing That's it. Awesome. You've, done your, you've done your background research, Stel. Well done. Thanks, Stel. That's humbling. Which of those um, do you feel like is your main priority? Is it is it the 5K? At the moment, yeah. Probably about two months ago, uh, it was um, – I was just curious to run the half marathon. Um and so I set out just to just to hit the the twenty one point one k's or whatever it is, and uh, and yeah, kind of knew that I wanted to get it about two hours, and was actually stoked to get it under two. So kind of like with that out of the way, it was like, oh, what do I do next? And so now it's focusing on the five. No, very nice, very nice. Um, now you said you've been listening to the pod, and uh, there's you've uh, brought up a few quotes in the pre call. Um, we came around to your house a few weeks ago for your birthday. Great barbecue and. Uh, we worded you up that we were going to get you on the podcast because Benny uh, said that he he may not be able to to do the pod, um, so we thought we'll get, we'll get you on board. And uh, during the week, uh, Ben, you messaged message and said, "We boys going to get Stasi into replacement." <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I think that was the plan that we were going to replace you, but that was because we didn't think you'd be available. So we've got the five of us here tonight, so it'll be interesting to see how it works over Zoom. Uh, I think um, Stasi, you said in the pre. Yeah, before we started recording that it's kind of like the Brady Bunch. It is a little bit, especially on the Zoom call with all the, uh, the little windows popping up. It's like, oh, do I point to the left or I point down and do I look up? Or do I... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go around the grounds and do a quick catch up on how we've all been since the last show. Um, maybe, Benny, let's start with you. How are you going, mate? How's your training going? How's your running going? You've had um, a yeah, the, new addition. Yeah, uh, because of the new addition, the training sort of taken a bit of a dive obviously um with the lack of sleep is, but uh is the new addition the new haircut 
Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. We've uh, had a beautiful little baby boy called Remy about two or three weeks ago. Um, but yeah, I've I've been getting out when I can. Uh, since the last one, yeah, just been cruising really and. Had a couple of cameos down in Torquay from Stasi and Stal, and uh, yeah, not much else has been going on really. Do you feel honoured that um, Stal manufactured a weekend <laughs> away with his girlfriend to come for a run with you? Yeah, well, that was a couple of months in the planning. <laughs> and, uh, we, we knew the we knew the anniversary was coming around, and it was the perfect time to organise a run. And uh, ben, disguise it. As she's an a keen listener of the show, so. <laughs> Just go easy on me here. Well, Danos, how have you been, mate? Yeah, been good, thanks, mate. Um, been running a bit. Went for a run just before the show tonight. <laughs> I went for a run just before the show tonight, which was nice. It was my first actual consistent um, run without doing the run 180 um, method. I was trying to work out my Garmin because I haven't actually used it for a run yet. <laughs> so I got real confused. The metronome was on and beeping and I didn't like the beeping. So I only I only tracked uh, the last half, the second half of my running. And um, yeah, I was I was watching my pace and I, I think the, the fastest K I did was 3.57. So three shooting, 3.33 for you, Stasi. That was a, that's a massive effort. But I was stopped starting. I was stopping and starting. So that was, you know, I had a break in between each K. But yeah, no, really liking the running, but um, the running's kind of taken a bit of a back seat the last few weeks to body fit since I've joined that, um, uh, which has been really good. Uh, so I've kind of just been, I've doing, been doing that four times a week, which is a combination of strength and cardio, um, and then just chucking in a run when I can fit it in. That's Have great. you noticed any benefits from doing the body fit already in doing your first sort of run back tonight? Um, I think I'm just, I maybe had a bit more trust in my body after doing body fit. It's quite intense. Um, but tonight when I went for a run, I was kind of just like, just trusted that my body was going to hold up. I think that's, you know, cause through body fit, you're doing a range of different exercises, different, um, modalities and definitely supports the running. Um, I kind of found with the, the gyms opening back up, trying to, to mix in gym workouts and runs. A little bit more difficult now because obviously when the gyms were closed, there was nothing to do. But if you wanted to go exercise, you either push ups in the backyard or you go for a run. And now that they're both open, <clears throat> or now the gyms are open, trying to find like go to the gym twice a week and then trying to go for a run two times a week and then kind of like balance it that way. But it's it's hard to it's hard to manage. You know, such an active lifestyle, first world problems. <laughs> no, you're definitely right. And running definitely became very popular in that period. Um, I know you, Stel, you used to be a real big gym head and you'd be in there six days a week. Um, and now you're pretty much running five to six days a week and now gym's kind of being put to the side. So I think you just go through um, ev- different evolutions of yourself and, and your fitness journey. But um, if you can manage it so you can still do the same amount of running and the same amount of gym, it definitely would, would um, go hand in hand and, and support each one would support the other. But yeah, it's about priorities, isn't it? <laughs> Going back to work... In, you know getting back to a social life as well it's kind of like we've been hit with all this stuff at once that we didn't have for such a long time and yeah, we're trying to catch up as well it's like oh i've been able to go out for six months that's all let's all catch up and go out yeah totally um don't know what does because i i wouldn't have the faintest idea what does body fit involve 
So body fit's kind of like F45. Um, I don't know what that is either. (laughs) I guess it's like like group training. Uh, Each session has different stations. So for example, uh, on Wednesday, we did upper body um, hypertrophy training. So muscle building training. And that was just about like 12 different stations and you'd stay there for a few minutes. Uh, We do four sets and it goes over about three minutes. Then you move on to the next exercise. Um, yeah, so it's all timed. Everything's laid out for you. Um, so it's, a, it's, it's great. Is it very cardio-based or a very strength-based or both? Uh, it's a mix, yeah. It's a mix. There's cardio days, which which you do, you know, heavier, in higher intensity. Then you've got the strength and hypertrophy days, which are more about lifting heavier weights and having longer rest periods. So it's a good, it's a good mix, um, which I think separates it from F45, which is probably more cardio-based. Oh, Stella, you've been killing your runs still. How, how's your running been going? Yeah, it's going well. It's going well. Sort of the last four weeks, I've strung together um, some 40-plus kilometer weeks um, with the top of, I think I did a couple of weeks ago, I got up to 48 for the week, which was nice. Did a couple of days where I did two runs, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, um, different intensities. But um, no, it's going well. It's going, it's it's coming i had a down week a sort of a a recovery sort of week i guess about a month ago and since then um yeah strung together a few consistent weeks which is good nice and how about you out of that oh sorry steve but out of that 48k week stell what was your longest run that week uh good question i think that might have been a week where i did a um a 17 or an, or an 18 kilometer run that week. So yeah, no, it's, um, it's going well. I'm sort of trying to do one longer run per week. Yeah. Um, how about you, Steve? How's, how's your training been going since the last show? How's everything tracking? Um, yeah, hit and miss. I started off pretty, pretty well since last show. Uh, we went for a run around the 10, which we'll get into shortly we uh finally finally ticked off the tan which was great uh with you stars and stell um but since then i've sort of i've been to the physio and just trying to cut back on a bit of running just to get some strength back into my knees yeah i I think it's just important to to get some strength training into um my legs before i go for much longer runs um so yeah it's it's hopefully can improve that over the summer period so even though you said your running's taken a bit of a back seat, has have you incorporated some different type of exercise into your into your weeks? Maybe tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so a lot more um, stretching and a lot more. Um, oh, I've been, yeah, just a few bike rides here and there, um, but also just a lot more walking. Just trying to put more more time into into my legs uh sitting at the office all, all year i think uh, hasn't done my legs too well it's um i actually came across an interesting piece of research uh last week which was in regards to because sometimes runners will have easy days where they'll just go out to increase their fitness increase their cardiovascular endurance they won't necessarily be going for pace or speed or anything like that and the piece of research that I came across was that doing your easy days on the bike had really similar benefits to your fitness than doing it by running. So yeah. if you can 
which is obviously less impact on your feet on the bike. So yeah, if you if you're having some tired legs or if you've done a few days of running in a row and you want to give yourself a break, yeah, I thought it was interesting to see that you could get some similar benefits from just going out on the bike and giving the yeah your feet the the impact through the ground a bit of a rest. I I find when I go for a bike ride, my Garmin, I find it very difficult to raise my heart rate to the same sort of range that I get when I'm running, even close to that. So on an easy day, what would your range be that you're looking for? Uh, um, anything under 150. But when I go for a bike ride, I get it's a, it's around 120, around 130. I feel like I'm not working, but my legs are tired, if you know what I mean. Could you try, I mean, I was doing some um, exercise bike at the gym the other day and I was sort of doing hills, hill sort of sprints um, on the bike. And I feel like that probably increased because that bumped mine up a fair bit. So potentially some some hills would, would improve it. Stasi, how's your running been going? What's been, uh, yeah, what what have you been doing recently? Um, it's pretty obvious how his running was going, Steve. Yeah. He's got all the records. <laughs> I know, well, I change that. <laughs> He's I running. Bring that up. That's going to change. Or that's going to change very soon. Yeah, Boys, that's there's, really... There's no I reckon there's someone threatening. Someone's threatening in this group. That's really lit a fire under me. <laughs> I've, set the, I've set the bar. You've all just got to, you've all got to reach it. You can, that... that that's got to change by the next show. Yeah. <laughs> um, my running probably since uh, so I started full time work probably about two months ago, and um, from then I probably went went from you know five six runs a week, um, which is probably where a lot of my progress came from. I was just like you know resting a lot and running a lot um, to now working full time. So I'm, like I said, I'm trying to get trying to get in like two runs a week, and if I if I can get a, a workout and then a, like a long run, I'll, I'm I'm happy. Um, so yeah, running's kind of like taking a bit of a backseat, and and I feel like my my fitness has gone backwards a touch. Like I feel like I've lost some of that endurance. But then at the same time, like I'll go for for a run, and I'll I'll say to myself, all right, let's see how hard I can push myself. And then I still get like competitive times that, you know, uh, what they were two months ago, and and still increasing and still getting better. So it's great. Um, yeah, so running running's kind of like gone on the back burner a little bit, but. Uh, I feel like I'm losing fitness because I'm not running as often, but then I'm still kind of like where I was two months ago, which is good. It's probably like in um, like in AFL where they have their preseason where they train really intensely, and then they just maintain that level of fitness through the season. Yeah. Even though they're probably not tr- they're not training as hard, and um, they just have their one game during the week, and then light sessions during uh, sorry one game on the weekend and light sessions during the week. So it's probably a similar thing, but it's like whenever you have it. A bit of time off the gym. Yeah, after a week of not going to the gym, you feel like you're smaller. Ah, uh, and takes like you know, take that edge off. Like you can bench press, you know, seventy kilos or something, and then you go in two weeks later and you're struggling on sixty. You just yeah. lose that top edge when you when you don't kind of maintain it. Um, Dane, we've made rent reference on this show before about how you used to towel everyone up back in high school. <laughs> you were actually quite often the age group champion. Um, much to my disappointment, I was in your age group and would often come second. Um, so you got plenty of second ribbons. So I guess your motivation back then to run was really around getting that that gold medal and yeah, being <laughs> front and center at that uh, you know assembly when they call out your name to come out, everyone cheering for you. Um, but I suppose yeah, real real extrinsic motivation. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's yeah. It's interesting you say that. What in terms of your motivation these days? 
are you still running for medals or do you find yourself running for some different purposes? <laughs> Photo, photos in the cornucopia. <laughs> yeah, there's actually a good one in the cornucopia of me finishing the 100-meter sprint. Um, but no, Stella, I must say that I was not running for the medals. Um, <laughs> running for the pure joy of running. Um, I call nowadays, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, no, my motivation for running nowadays is probably the freedom you know, I think running is one of the most natural things that a human can do. We've been running for as long as we were, we've been around, um, probably less so in recent times because of modern society. But I think it provides a lot of freedom when you're out there. It doesn't matter what the weather's doing. When you're running, you're not really worrying about the weather. You just kind of, you feel good. Um, also, like nothing beats that endorphin rush once you've finished a run. You just... You feel on top of the world, you know, that runner's high. Um, and it's great, like, for for stress relief and just... If you've, had a, if you've had a long day where you've been sitting down on your computer or, you know, doing some work and it's been a bit stressful, the best way to end the day is go for a run. Like, hands down, I remember, you know, doing eight-hour days of study in, your, like, VCE and uni. And, like, end of the day, I just wanted to go for a run and it just kind of resets you. Uh, so, yeah, that's probably... A couple of the reasons why I run, um, and also, I, I think next year I just want to get super fit and just want to have a really robust and resilient body that can just withstand whatever I throw at it. And running is definitely part of that. So, how about you, Ben? What's your uh, motivation to pull on the runners and uh, get out on the track? Um, recently, it's sort of come to light that. Because of the extra stresses I've got at home at the moment, uh, going for a run is a really, really great stress relief for me. And I come home in such a good mood, and I'm sure uh, my partner Dee can attest to that. Um, Also, because I've moved to a new area, I find it really, really good for just exploring where you live and finding different paths, different trails, just running down streets you've never run down before. Yeah. It's yeah. it's great way to explore where you live. Do you do you think when you first started to get into your running in um, when you were living in Melbourne, that was also a good way to sort of get started to explore sort of the area? Oh yeah, definitely. Once when I by the time I moved out of Bandura, I knew every trail around there. I knew which trail linked with what trail. I knew yeah every like, trail. Yeah. Every trail stuff. You knew it. You knew it like the back of your hand. <clears throat> I, I knew it like the back of my like, hand. That's a like weird. Going out of <laughs> that's a weird saying though. No, I, do you know your back of your, the back of your hands? Yeah. Like, could you could you recite every wrinkle on the back of your hand? No. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you if you had a lineup of like ten hands, you could always pick your hand. Yeah. Like true. Nine oh. hands that aren't your hand. That's know. very true. Do you reckon you could pick your hand from a lineup? I, I reckon you could yeah. pick your hand out of like one of a thousand hands. I've got I don't reckon I could. I don't reckon I could. <laughs> do, do you think you've got delicate hands, Ben, or would you say they're quite robust? I'd like to say they're quite robust because I'm a tradesman, but they're probably quite delicate because I'm an electrician. 
<laughs> I, was, I was about to ask what the favourite thing you like to do with a hand, but um, I, I won't ask that. Uh, Benny, uh, Snell, what's your motivation for running? What, you're a big, you're a big run head. <laughs> run head. <laughs> so I think I've just got a big head. Full stop. I think you used to give me shit about that in high school, actually. Um, Steve was a real menace in high school, according to the last episode. Yeah, you failed to mention the punch on the way you had, Steve. Yeah, no, it didn't go in there into that one. <laughs> Give us a couple of dot points. What happened there? Oh, I think you guys, it was probably you as well, Stel. You guys were playing footy on the Oval and we came down um, saying that we were going to play footy on the Oval. And then it was like, no, piss off. No, get stuffed. And then I picked the smallest bloke out and decided to rough him (laughs) up. (laughs) Thanks for that, Benny. Yeah, no worries, mate. And now now our... Brother and sister are getting married next year, so exciting, yeah. exciting stuff. Stell, your your motivation for running? Yeah, I think listening to um, Ben and Dane talk about you know exploring the area and um, how they find resilience from running, I think really resonated with me. I guess just having personal goals. I think running is a great sport that you can have personal, individualized goals that you can go out there just by yourself and, and try and achieve and try and beat, um, you know, it's a great social social thing to do. I really enjoy when I've gone for runs with you guys. And, um, yeah, I think just f- for my personal well-being, um, yeah, which is seems to be coming through as a pretty consistent one with um, the previous things Dane and Ben were saying, was, um, yeah, just really good between the ears for me just in resetting after a big day but even sort of before a big day um yeah puts me in a good space i i I really feel worse after i've gone for a run i feel like i'm sort of a better version of myself and i'm better equipped Mm. to take on whatever the day might have or the next day might have just yeah just sort of feel like I've, i've ticked an own personal box and can go out there and yeah it can become almost an addiction that feeling that you get after a run and you know like i used to go for a run after work ah sorry before work really early in the morning and it'd be a struggle to get up but after i finished that run once you're out i knew i was going to have a good day yeah no matter what happened i was going to have a good day because it started good it's it's kind of like that old yeah like they say when when you get up in the morning and you just you make your bed and you've 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 made your bed and you've done something for the day. You've you've got the ball rolling and no matter what happens after that, you know, you've achieved something. And then I think that it's that kind of a feeling what what I get from running, um, as well. You know, just like I've achieved something. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Stars? You uh, do you have uh yeah, a motivation behind your running? I've got like a, <clears throat> a good origin story for, for why I started running. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> so I used to go to trivia pretty much weekly with um, with Benny and Stell. And then we'd be sitting down doing trivia at the pub. And they'd always be talking about the runs that they've gone on or that they want to go on. And, you know, run, talk, run, talk. Shut up, boys. We're at trivia. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, I'd, I, I thought that was silly. Like I, I was... I tried. Um, I tried running a few years ago, and I was just like, "Yeah, it's not my thing." Just didn't enjoy it, and so I, I thought all all runners were, you know, just part of like some kind of weird running cult. You know, just, I just didn't <laughs> understand it. 
And so I, I never really jumped on board, but then uh, I injured my shoulder and I can't even remember how I injured my shoulder, but it, it really limited me from um, doing what I wanted to do at the, at the gym. So instead of like going to the gym and, you know, doing like a bench press or, you know, anything with my shoulders, um, it just caused me, caused me pain. And so as a, as an outlet, I, um, I, I started chatting to the boys at, at the pub and said, all right, well, I'll, I'll come for a run with you. Cause obviously I can't go to the gym. I can't lift any weights. I want to have some, some form of physical activity outlet. So, uh, let's go on a run. And so then Stal and I organized to go for a, a lap of Westfolds Park, a nice little 5k circuit. I think I was puffed out the 33, 33 minutes for my first 5k with Stell. And, um, and then, yeah, from there it was, uh, I was part of the running cult. And so we'd go to trivia and then we'd all start talking about running and we'd forget the trivia. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd all talk about the trails that Benny goes on and, you know, Stell. He knows them all. <laughs> all of them. Every single one. <laughs> uh, but I, I agree with you, Benny, like, cause, um, we moved out to, to Richmond and, um, I started running around all the trails. You know, local to here and one of the big trails is the the main Yarra trail that runs from like a uh, bottom of bridge road and that goes snakes all the way along the Yarra up to um you know fed square and melbourne cbd it's an awesome awesome trail it's about uh eight or nine k's by the time you get to to fed square um and i regularly would, would run that and um yeah it's nice to discover you know like i never would have found that trail if it wasn't for for running and you know getting on google maps and saying oh yeah like well, oh, what's the the app that you boys use like all trails or something like that it is on the go map or on the go like map that. yeah yeah and so it tells you you know there's a trail around the around your neighborhood and you go check it out steve as you listen to to those previous responses was there anything that resonated with you any particular motivation to why you run or do particular types of exercise um thinking about it like a couple of years ago when you guys said that you were going to do run for the kids and um, I remember saying, oh, well, I might as well give it a go as well. Um, it was a good little personal goal that I wanted to set to actually just run 5k. And once you sort of get into those little goals that you set, as you were saying before, um, one of you said personal goals, I think it was you, Dane, um, you set those little personal goals and then you can, you know, oh, you, Stelly, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> you, you, you set them and then you can set other ones further on. So I think it's a good goal setting thing for me. I find going to the gym is my main stress relief. Um, and going for runs is probably more a creative little process for me that I can sort of, you know, yeah, either use an app or just, you know, as we went for a run a couple of weeks ago, I was always against sort of group running. I was just a bit scared that I wouldn't be able to keep up or things like that. But once I'd actually gone with for a run with you guys, I actually felt like, you know, it was actually quite a good thing for pushing me a little bit and also just how quickly time goes when you're running with someone else and you don't have those mental thoughts of, you know, running by yourself that you would usually have of like, oh, I need to stop now, I need to go for a break. You've sort of got someone with you and if, yeah, if you have a, if you want to have a break, someone will just start a new conversation and off you go, so... Yeah, I pro that's probably a couple of my reasons. It's funny you say that and you touch on... Uh, group exercise, uh, almost some pros and cons there. Real coincidental um, that you brought that up, but mm. not just yeah. What do you real guys... coincidental? Oh, I couldn't believe it. What What do you guys reckon um, about group group exercise? Uh, any positives and negatives that that come with that? Maybe Benny, I'll start with you. Um, I don't see many cons to it, to be honest. Oh, being 
because of the times in this 2020, there hasn't been many opportunities to go for a group run, but the times you guys, like Stasi, yourself and Stal, have come down here and we've gone for a run, I've noticed with you, Stasi, that last K or so that we ran, we were, I thought it, I thought I got a bit of your superpowers there. And we were we both were flash. <laughs> we were flying, mate. And still, me and you just were thinking about going for a 10K and then we decided to do a bit of a workout halfway through. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that went really well. So I find that the group runs are really good for spurring each other on. I suppose a con could be if you're at different fitness levels or feeling just differently on the day. Mm that uh, you might be overworking yourself or underworking yourself. Yeah. When you boys did do those runs, were you talking? Were you in conversation? Like, Yeah, that, was it, I, was at, uh, it was at conversational pace. Cha-ching. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Uh, both of those runs were at conversational pace until we sort of kicked it up a notch and then it's like you, you both know when to shut up. Um, you, you touched on a really interesting point there. If you're working out with someone who is fitter than you or maybe if you're not going hard enough, and I think one of the cons of, um, of group exercise sometimes, if it's too generalized and you've got everyone doing the same session and you don't sort of account for those different fitness levels um, or maybe the types of weeks that the participants in that group have had um, or maybe sort of um, previous injuries and things like that, then that can lead to risk of overtraining uh, or pushing too hard. Mm. Um, and, and I think just like you said, you, we started off that rundown at Torquay um, with the idea, yeah, let's, let's go out, just do a one hour long, um, easy run, just, just talk and, and, something happens to the body like 30 minutes into that when you're running with someone else and you kind of just, you look at each other and you've got the beach on one side and you've got your mate on the other side and you're like, oh, stuff it, let's do a workout. And, you know, which was fine. Um, but, you know, if one of us was, say, coming back from an injury or in a high-risk situation, that, that could have been a, um, yeah, could have turned out bad. I feel like if you... If you look at like a group a group run with with your mates as as an outlet for pushing yourself, well then that might not be the right attitude for going on a group mm. run. Mm. Like I suppose if you want to like you know push your boundaries, probably the best best way to do that is either by yourself or with someone that you know is like at your at your fitness level. Because um, I know like running around the town with you guys, like by no means was was that like at a, a like a push pace for me, but. It wasn't that run wasn't about a push pace. That run was about kind of like you know running around the town with you boys, having a mm. chat, and and not even not even trying to to get a PB. That was just just cruise mode and making sure that everyone was alright and enjoying themselves. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess part of it as well, I suppose, is about knowing yourself, knowing your capabilities, and knowing you know what you can and what's not going to be too risky to do in the context of your week. Because, yeah, just like it can be risky, I think there's something to say for 
when you're in a group situation, you can really push yourself and it is an opportunity to try and get the most out of yourself. But um, yeah, it's just about trying to do that in a, in a safe way. Dane, you've, you, you're right into the body fit at the moment. I guess that's a good example of great group training. Uh, how, does, how does that example sit with you? Yeah, spot on, Steve. I was just going to bring that up. Um, I think that's having a group um, when you're training, being being in that environment, we've got people around you. And, and that's a classic example of people at different fitness levels, mm. but the, the exercises are tailored and you can... Um, make them harder or easier depending on your fitness level. But having other people around you just makes you push that much harder. Like, for jam. example, I was on I was on the um, assault bike the other night, and like that that thing is a killer. Like that that thing gets the heart rate up, the lactic acid kicks in. But when you've got other people staring at you, you know, <laughs> counting on you to keep going, you just find that extra level and, and go. Yeah. Um, when you've got everyone watching you. You know, you've got two options. You're like, you look like you've given up or you push through because the timer hasn't run out yet. So I love um, group fitness for that reason, just for that additional push. So um, that's um, that's been really good. I think, I think that's going to take my fitness to the next level. As far as running goes and group fitness, uh, um, sorry, group training, I haven't never really been part of, group running um the closest i would have come would have been at at footy back the back in the day when you do your pre-season Good runs. time trials hey day <laughs> yeah but i'm definitely as we spoke about in our last episode um i'm probably more intrinsic so when i'm running i don't really want to be talking to anyone um mm. uh, because i'm focused on the task at hand but i suppose that depends on what you're setting out to do. I was, like, I was always the same. And then when I did the run around the team with the boys and we will just at a good conversational pace, I actually, I actually hey. just, another, <laughs> I um, actually did feel like, like it was good. It was a good distraction. I always thought it would be bad for my breathing and I wouldn't be able to concentrate, but I found it actually a lot easier to just forget about the running and just have a conversation. It was great. Yeah. I think if you're not, like I think a few of you were up Sazi before. If you're not going out to break any records, yeah. it's fine to run with with, with your mates. Um, yeah. Well, I was actually I actually went down to Torquay last weekend as well to visit my sister for the night. Thanks um, for visiting, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd Shut have your down. hands tied, mate. I was only I was only there for uh, just just the night. <laughs> um, but I, I went for a walk on Sunday morning and saw the swim bike run group. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen them around the oh, traps yeah. and the triathlon crew and they had two groups. They were, I, I saw them meet and then they ran past me. They ran past me twice, but they were in two groups, obviously um, um, fitness level based groups, but that was really good. They looked like they'd all got there in the morning and it was a, it was, looked like a really good environment to be a part of. Did you see the surf coast 100 going on? Surf coast century. Surf coast century. Sorry. Actually, I did drive into Lawn on Sunday, and as I was driving through Anglesey, I think I did notice some a setup. I wasn't sure what it was, but yeah, that would have been it. Yeah, nice, nice. Just so maybe next next year we'll uh, we'll register for that. That gives us a goal. Yeah, we'll try and run a hundred k's. <laughs> Stuff that. <laughs> um, 
Just going back at to sub the, twenty pace. Yeah. <laughs> Just going back to the group runs. It's a bit of a taboo topic, but I suppose Strava in itself is when you post your runs to Strava, they can be motivating and pushing your mates to run quicker. So it's sort of a, an online virtual group run. In you know, a way. Do you mean sort of if you see sort of you? get home from work, maybe you weren't planning on going for a run, jump on Strava and see that maybe Steve's run out and done a 21-minute 5K. It never happens. Stars has cracked the 20-minute. Danos has done a great run. If I see Stasi has cracked the 20-minute, I'm going out there and trying to crack the 20-minute. <laughs> um, but even if you're out in a run and... I'd be lying if I didn't say that I'd thought on a run how this run's going to look on Strava. I know you shouldn't be thinking that. It it can become a bit of a poison, but it can spur you on also. Mm. Yeah. Can give you that little edge at the last, you know, K of your run. You know, you're either going to, your speed's going to decline or if you've got that in the back of your mind, you might just push that extra bit harder. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you you can see it. I think you're right if you use it as a as a motivating thing i think it would be it would be bad to use it as a as a competitive sort of thing if you're really trying to push yourself too much i think that would probably be in the dangerous territory but if yeah. you're using it as a motivating thing i think that's totally fine yeah well i can, I can speak to that because i remember seeing one of uh Stel's runs when um when he was creeping up the k's and he you know had done a 10 and then 11 and a 12 and I think I sent him a message and I was like, oh, you know, like, what's your goal? And, and, and his reply was, oh, I want to get to the, the half marathon. And I was like, all right, well, if Stel wants to do a half marathon, I want to do a half marathon. <laughs> yeah. And so then I ran 15Ks, then I ran 16Ks. And yeah, um, and I think I, I probably wouldn't have wouldn't have um, pushed myself or or even tried for that, that run at that stage if it wasn't for, you know, um, being on Strava and seeing, seeing uh, my friends' speeds and results. Yeah, and I suppose it also shows you what's possible. Like prior to seeing the other boys do a twenty-one k, you might have set your limit at ten k. Um, you know, you would have had no inspiration to to go any anything above a ten k. But you see your mates doing it, and you go, "Oh, that's possible. They're doing it." Mm. Uh, I know they're not like they're not superhuman. They're just my mates. You know, they they can do it. I can do it. So, so yeah, exactly. it's kind of like, you know, when, you know, when, when you break a world record or when they, when, when an athlete does something that they believe can't be done, like the sub 10 second hundred meter sprint, or there's a few other examples. Once that's broken, then everyone, everyone breaks it because they now see it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, in F45, they usually have like a, how many times you can go in a month or something, don't they? I think, uh, People, some people have won that. Like, how many times you can go in a month? Did, is your did your brother-in-law win that or something, Dane? Oh, um, he won the eight-week challenge. Eight week challenge. I don't think that. I don't think that was how many times you can go in a month. Um, that was just. It was based on how much weight you lost, how okay. much body fat percentage you lost, and all that. Yeah, I'm sure he went a lot though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was there all the time. Um, how many times can you go in a month, Stel? 
Are we still talking about running? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I guess in thinking about a month and and time frames and, you know, looking ahead, is there anything you boys are looking to to purchase or maybe anything you have purchased recently or um, Little Birdie has told me maybe there could have been some hires as well that have occurred within this forum. So... Um, yeah, Daniel. No, no, I'm just going to giving you a new nickname. Sure. The Link King. <laughs> <laughs> Segway Stell. Stasi. It was actually uh, your birthday recently, and uh, for your birthday, I got you a voucher for the running company. And when when I went in. Um, shout out Shameless to plug. running company <laughs> Clifton Hill. I went in and um, she asked who the voucher was for, and I said, "I said it's for Sean Starbuck." And she said, "Oh, he was in here the other day." And uh, so maybe you want to share with our listeners uh, and this group why were you in there, and what did you buy? Famously, well, you made a mark. <laughs> thank you, thank you for that question, Mister Segway. Um, I'd like to answer. So you you went in there the um I think the the day of my birthday to, yeah. to grab that voucher. I was in there the day before, so so I was buying uh, new running shoes. That was my birthday present from me to me. Um, I bought a so I had a, a pair of like Asics the GT two thousands that I bought from Rebel Sport, and um uh, I reckon I was running on them for less than six months, and I completely wore out the outside of the of the sole um, and so I went into um, the running company in Clifton Hill and uh, and said oh this is the situation you know where do we go and, um, and they said oh the, the shoe that you have may may have too much support in it and so it's kind of like forcing wow. you forcing your foot to to roll to roll to the outside mm-hmm. so she's like oh here's a couple of shoes that don't have any support and so I just did a blind test between um, there's a pair of Asics and a pair of Brooks and I know that um, Benny wears Brooks and I kind of like, I secretly wanted it to be the Brooks because I thought that would be pretty cool. <laughs> and then uh, I did the blind test and it was the Asics. The Asics were actually more comfortable and, and felt a little bit lighter um, to run on. And that was the Nimbus, the gel Nimbus. Um, and yeah, uh, they just feel so light to run with, which sounds silly, but yeah, it's just how it is. How many beers did they have to give you to get blind before you do this test? <laughs> I was I'm gonna a- ask, how do you do a blind test? Do they do the shoes up for you? <laughs> no, I think I had the Brooks on the left foot and the uh, the Asics on the right, and then I I did like a, a fifty meter jog up the road and fifty meters back, and um, yeah, I was just like, okay, which foot feels better? And it was the the Asics foot. It's and- good how they let you do that. I feel like it, mm-hmm. it's a better course than the old. Um, up and down the aisle in Rebel type setup. You, know, <laughs> you try them on and you, you do the, like the suicide run to one side of the shoe rack and then you, you go back. Uh, you, just, you, you get a better feel for it. Run. <laughs> or you just see how much weight you can put through the front of it yeah. like by leaning like, down on it. Down and then, yeah, and you you and reach down and feel where your toe is. You're like, yeah. <laughs> but then you have no idea what reference, like where your toe is actually meant to be. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, well, there's my toe. It feels good. <laughs> so how, how are those sh- shoes holding up for you, Stasi? Uh-oh. He's, he's frozen. Yeah. Maybe we'll go on to you, Steve. Um, any hires or purchases recently and how have you found them? Yeah, well, in terms of the 
bike that I hired uh, to go for my bike ride along uh, around the city uh, recently. I um, actually yeah hired a bike there, but now I'm just looking at buying a bike. So um, yeah, there's a Yarra Valley Cycles. Um, so <laughs> in Lilydale. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Having trying out a few bikes and checking out some on Gumtree because I just want to start with a, a simple bike just to get me around. Um, two get, wheelers, yeah, two wheels. <laughs> um, so, Steve, you're in the market for a bike. How long are you in the market for a bike these days? <laughs> oh, look, probably probably three years or something. <laughs> hire, hire one every week and see what happens. Now, nah, probably I'll probably get one in the next in the next few weeks. Yeah, uh, out in Wandon there. Um, What's the best brand penny farthing to get? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there's a, there's a few few good ones. There's a few good ones out there. Um, yeah. Stasi, I don't know if this is in your neck of the woods, but um, around the city, I think it's around Fitzroy or Brunswick, there's, there's, there's actually quite a, a large penny farthing community. <laughs> and they, they you, oh yeah, you I know see them. Them. they're all of course <laughs> they're right in there from Wandon every Saturday morning <laughs> just to, to, to hot desk um, Benny is there anything you're looking for mate anything you're on the hunt for um, I was on the hunt and I pulled the trigger in the Black Friday sales for a for a speed shoe um, your your recommendation Stel the Adidas SL20 Nice cheap shoe. Um, I got it for eighty six bucks. Cheap as in like quality or um, price? Price, price. <laughs> Good, just make sure. uh, value for money, Steve. Oh, great, fantastic. So yeah, that was really. Um, I found that's been really, really beneficial to my training, and it's really delineated between my speed days and my easy days, and it's made me appreciate the Brooks that I have even more because you can go for a hard speed run on these SL20s which don't have as much cushioning and are a bit harder on your feet and then you can really appreciate the, the cushioning in the brooks on your With easy days. With all due respect, um, I mean, it's great that you're um, respecting the the brooks. It's the brooks ghost that you have. But I seem to recall uh, you giving the shoe a bit of a clip within the past week. You said that the shoe is is dead, like the name suggests, <laughs> ghosts. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for ki- thanks for killing any chance we have of getting a sponsorship with Brooks. Hey. Stel. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I've just found that the Brooks isn't. It's not a dead shoe. It's it's just vanilla. It's this. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing, it does the there's job, nothing, but it's not exciting. It does the job, but there's you don't have fun in it. You know what I mean? Um, what does, the SL twenties? As soon as I put them on and tried to pick up the pace a bit, your face just lights up. You do. You're doing. You're doing three minute something k's in no time. Speaking about. Shoes lighting up. Um, our good friend Andy Loke posted a video in one of our groups the other day, and he purchased these shoes that oh, you actually yes. had to charge. They had a USB charger or something <laughs> on a. You had a charging pad, and th- then once they were charged, they actually they didn't have laces, but they like they clipped up together like um. Uh, 
Are they the ones from Back to the Future? I don't know what I'm trying to say. I was like, (laughs) that's taken it to a whole new level. Like a self-fastening shoe. Self-fastening shoe, yeah. Yeah, I think they were from... They were in Back to the Future, weren't they? And now they've actually made the shoe. What's the heel-to-toe offset on them? (laughs) (laughs) What's the carbon offset? (laughs) (laughs) Jeez, Dane's quick with those ones. He's so witty. (laughs) Very quick. (laughs) Stelly. Not as quick as you boys in the SL20s. (laughs) Stelly, any recent purchases for you or anything on on the radar? Yeah, I am on the hunt for a new daily trainer. So, I guess we're a daily trainer separates itself from um, other shoes is really just one like the name suggests that you can wear most days gives you a bit of cushioning um, isn't necessarily the the quickest most nimble shoe out there but is going to protect your legs um, and yeah give you some versatility in your running is that just a, a rebel sport special or do you need to do seven years of research for it like shifter Seven years of research. Yeah, doing a deep dive into YouTube at the moment. I feel like I just have, finished my last deep dive. Have you got a? Have you narrowed it down to a few shoes? Yeah, good question. I've I've got a couple on the radar. Um, I was thinking about getting the Brooks Ghost again, um, but then the thirteen. I'm, the 13. Um, then I was also considering the Saucony um, Ride Thirteen. And maybe even the Nike Pegasus um, 37 as, as some possible options. But I've been a bit put off by the ghosts for the stack height. I know we were laughing about it before, but the sta- it's got a stack height of 12. And, and I don't know much about stack height, so I'm sort of doing a little bit of research about that. But from what I have read, it is one of, it's one of the highest amongst all the daily trainers on the market and i just don't know how i feel about that so mm. can't be as high as those asics nova blasts that we try on at our good friend david toscano's house a couple of weeks ago it, those things were like i was walking on stilts <laughs> Do you know what, Dave, him, they're actually higher because the difference between the back and the front is greater in the nova blasts i think it's got a pretty consistent cushioning yeah right but through. the stack height i think you're talking about heel to toe offset still I think stack height, the Nova Blasts are almost 40 mil. That, that's 40, like yeah. the, the height of the midsole. The height of the of what part of the midsole? Well, I think it's the highest part they measure the stack height at. Or they just give you the heel oh, and the okay. toe. The, okay. so you, the heel to toe yeah. offset is your 12 mil. I think the Nova Blasts have like a 10 mil offset. Yeah, that's a 12 mil is quite a big offset. It's, it's, it's one of the largest... Yeah, it's like you're wearing heels when you're running. Yeah, which I didn't realize. <laughs> it the, is ten mil the Nova Blast. Yeah, it's it's very hard to work your calves if yeah. you're used if you're used to say a ten or eight mil drop. It might not sound like much, an extra two mil, but you run on that for ten k. You're running for yeah. 40, 50 minutes. Yeah, your calves don't stretch as much. And yep. don't work as much. Yeah. So I feel like that's been a, a hindrance to me with the ghosts. So you'd my rather... Car, my, sorry, Benny. You'd rather a, yeah. a flatter shoe then? I'd rather a flatter shoe, but I don't want to go straight to like a four no. mil or, or an ultra like you have, Dane. It's a um, gradual. You want to do a gradual drop yeah. because, yeah, I feel like my calves are constantly tight. 
Mm. When I, I wake up in the morning and my first couple of steps, I'm stretching out my calves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, yeah, I think because our calves have become so short and because of um, a heel raise in all shoes pretty much that we wear, um, but the car, the, that, the calf and the Achilles is like the mo- one of the most essential parts of the run. It's that spring that allows you to propel forward. But if it's shortened, you're not getting that. So you mm. are going to be working other muscles. It's um, also their ankle so, mobility as well. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think the goal is gradually decrease that heel to toe drop until you can get to like a four mil or even just a flat, totally flat shoe. That means you're going to have more mobility overall. And uh, yeah, your your calves and Achilles will be working to their fullest capacity. But Yeah. I think the ride has got a, a, um Eight. Eight. Yeah. So I think that might be a really nice sweet spot to, to go to next and start to incorporate that. Is that the main the main draw card for a daily trainer you're looking for, Stella? Or is there there is something that is a must for your new daily trainer? I know you're looking for responsiveness. I'm sort yeah. of just looking for just something versatile. Something I can go out, do a fart leg in, do a long run in, um, you know. So you say you want to do a fart leg in it, it's got to have that bit of responsiveness, doesn't it? Yeah, true, true. But I also want it to have a bit of durability. Mm, Enough about me. It's becoming the stale show. Danos, is there anything you're looking to purchase, mate? Or have purchased? Um, I just need to get some more exercise gear. I've realized that going back to body fit, I've been wearing the same thing pretty much every day. I have to quickly (laughs) just chuck it in the wash on the quick wash so I can get out and dry again. So... Some new exercise shorts and some more tank tops will be on the radar for me. Um, yeah, maybe some uh, Nike stuff or even Gymshark. I know Gymshark are a brand that I've been seeing a lot lately um, on YouTube and Instagram. And so, yeah, just some exercise gear. I'm not really looking at any footwear at the moment. Is that, is that, a, is that a plug for Gymshark? <laughs> just a just a reach out for sponsors. <laughs> um, if you if you're not worried about brand names or anything, Dane, I know they might not be the most uh, delicate on the pla- on the planet. Kmart Activewear is a gold mine. Yeah, I can vouch for that. I can also vouch for that. <laughs> I've never actually looked at Kmart. I know I ha- I remember you mentioned that in a previous podcast, but. I'm also becoming more conscious of the environment yeah. um, and would like, to, I'm happy to pay a bit more for stuff yeah. that I know is going to be of good quality. I even went into Patagonia the other day. Yeah, talk I was going to say. Just like this, their, their uh, slogan is um, buy less, demand more or have less, demand more. And I was like, that's great. Like buy better quality stuff that's going to last longer and that, you know, is, is, good for the for the planet i've actually found uh like salvo's stores so either like the red cross or something like that and i've, I've bought track pants um i've bought like windbreakers for when i went traveling um so i'm sure like you'd be able to find you know gym shorts or singlets and stuff like that that are in yeah, decent quality and then, and then you've got like a, a recycling sort of outlook on it instead of buying something new definitely i got a i That's got a two times you uh running shirt from savers for about 12 bucks Heck that? What kind of gear do you wear, Steve? I remember back in high school, uh, there was no question that you were an Adidas boy through and through. (laughs) I remember you actually once bought the same pair of shoes as me 
Adidas shoes right after I bought them as well. Don't talk that shit. Was, <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> are those white ones? The white ones with the, the navy, with the the navy blue? Yeah. I, I had them and still turned up the next week with them. I, I actually think I some one week I turned up to school, tennis one week with an Adidas stripes down my face. I was wearing <laughs> Adidas everything. <laughs> I had the shoes. I had the socks. I had the shorts. I had the track pants. I had the top. I had the jacket. I had the what are the other things you wear? Yeah, the sweatbands, sweatbands, stripes go the, the blue one going down I, the back. You might as well just pasted three stripes down my face. I was the Adidas boy, but um, yeah. At the moment, you know, Ellie, if you're listening, you bought was it Ellie? No, Dane, you got us a gym top. I think Ellie used to work at a shop. Uh, Lululemon. Lululemon, no. and I still wear that. Same. For all my runs, all my freaking runs, I'm I've, I, I've got a Lululemon top. long sleeve top, and it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, so. that's something that you pay more money for, but it lasts. Yes, yeah, like it's such good quality. Like that was years. That was it would have been three or four years ago. I wear it at the gym every second day. It's my t- it's my go to. I've got two or three tops that I wear at the gym. I'll go for I runs and I use I it. Yeah, I don't reckon you've got to wash them. Mm. After one run, oh, I think you have to wash them. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, after, no. <laughs> eventually, Shout out to Dave Toscano, you can just put him straight in the freezer. <laughs> um, I can come home from a run, and my I've got a long sleeve and a short sleeve Lululemon, and I could be sweating in it, and then leave it, like, hang it up to dry, <laughs> and it doesn't smell afterwards. It's amazing. The old air dry, incredible. Yeah, Benny, you've got your run. This weekend, are you going to wear the Lululemon this weekend? Yeah, look, it's a, there's a lot up in the air about this run. Yeah, so 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 tell us about it. It's talky, is it? Tell us about it. Well, there's a, there's a mob called the GPC Club running it. I've got no idea what that stands for. They're very, uh, they're very uh, ambiguous. Um, but yeah, it's on this Saturday. There's a five, a five, a ten, a... Uh, a half marathon and a marathon, I think. Yep. Um, it's at eight o'clock this Saturday down at Fisherman's Beach in Torquay. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to even be able to make it, considering I've got a newborn. If I get next to no sleep that night, or it's a considerably... Benny, it's on your doorstep, mate. It's <laughs> on your doorstep. Which one have... will you be going for if you, there if you no can doubt. sneak out? He's going sub twenty. We'll see it on strike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was uh, initially the ten. I wanted to do a quick ten. Then I you went got for a pacer. A, uh, yeah, used though. <laughs> D pushing the pram. <laughs> I've got. I went for a run in the SL twenties just with Elliot today. He was riding his bike. Jeez, they're a good shoe. And Jeezy can go quick in them with with little effort. Yeah, and it's got, first, guys. it's got me excited. It's got me excited for a sub-20. Now, we haven't seen the course yet. This is a very mysterious <laughs> event. It's a mystery. It's, it's not a race. It's being a fun marketed run. as a fun run. You keep telling yourself that, Stel. <laughs> <It's, laughs> there's certain permits um, that it's bypassing by being a fun run is my understanding Uh so there won't be there will be markers and there will be um drink stations 
along the way if you're thinking of doing a longer distance. I'm serious, where you can, you know, load up on gels or drinks. But I'm of the understanding um, that it will be self-timed. So you will, yeah, just start and stop off your own Strava. Off your well, own you do watch, that sorry. anyway. You do that anyway. Yeah. When we do the run for the kids, you still start your own watch. Hey, yeah. Are you doing it, Steli? Yeah, I'll be heading down Saturday morning. Um, nice. Refuses to refuses down. to stay at my joint Friday night. Stasi, <laughs> Stasi, you're going to be a new resident of Torquay next year. Are you, are you heading down? You know what's funny is that I'm actually heading to Torquay tomorrow night. <laughs> oh, so what? It's a birthday present from um, from my partner Mel. So Friday night, and then we got a surf lesson on Saturday morning. What time? <laughs> uh, early morning, I think. Well, how early? Earlier than I'd like. <laughs> on a Saturday Thanks morning. Thanks for that. Thanks for the heads up, Stasi. I didn't know we were catching up when you come down here. This was what Mel was like, surprise, I'm organising everything. So, right. Well, you have to come down and meet the, the little man. Meet Remy, yeah. Well, I thought that yeah. was on the cards. Well, we'll organise it after the recording. But you know, I, <laughs> that's right. Dana, you're heading down. You're, you're going to be a resident of Torquay next year as well. Yeah, I think after going down for the night on the week last weekend and... Ali getting in my ear about how good it would be to be down there. And she's just really just nestled into the community down there. She's loving it. I think next year, I think I will. I think I will uh, move down. But this weekend, no, sadly not. Sadly not. I am actually doing a three-day training course for my coaching. So that's going to take my weekend. But possibly the following weekend, we'll see. But um, yeah, I think uh, Saturday morning... Uh, park runs in Torquay may become the the hottest ticket item next year. Yeah. Absolutely, count me in. There'll be sub 18s. <laughs> <laughs> the lid is what? off. What is the world record for the 5k? 12 minutes something. My Which is goodness. just unreal. Is, it's yeah. a joke. Just that's a, that's on the that's on the track. It's yeah. just unreal. Yeah. Uh, there's a. In... That's speechless. It leaves you speechless, yeah, doesn't it? Sure. <laughs> the park run in Luda, like I think the best there is like 15, 14, 15. Does that sound about right? Of the yeah, best yeah. park run is about 14, 15, 5K? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's incredible. Right. That's I'm, elite. I'm, I'm on about 29, 29 minutes on my best run, so got a bit, got about a half that to uh, get even close. But um, is that at a constant speed of twenty five kilometers an hour? I think so. Sounds right. <laughs> that's that's like that's like my fastest sprint, but for a whole five k's. That's madness. Very yeah, I'll I'll, tr- I'll I'll teach you how to do it one day, Stars. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's the barefoot. <laughs> Um, yeah, won't be doing it in the ghosts. They're not responsive enough. No. No. <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> um, anything else for you boys for the week ahead? Um, any developments, any news? I think Ben just wanted to ask us about our goals. Uh, <laughs> see if they've changed at all since yeah, last time. What are your short-term goals heading into Christmas? <laughs> well, to no. get my Christmas shopping done. <laughs> no, it's a good question, uh, Benny, because last episode I said I wanted to do a 10k, but see, they do change. Pretty much the week after, I got told by my physio cut back on the running, so it changed <laughs> real quick, real quick. So look, I'm gonna hopefully. Hang on, did you tell him what your short term goal was though? I did, and he said it was... it's not happening. Nah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so look, I'm going to bump up the bump up the bike over the next few weeks, and hopefully, yeah, back start of January. Um, let's kick off in, into the back into the running a fair bit more. How about you, Stasi? What what are your goals for the next little while? Uh, well, was it last time that we you, you guys did the the round of goals that you mentioned you wanted to do the tan, and then I was listening to the podcast and I was like, well, let's make True. it happen. Absolutely. So, so this it's it's a it's a good segment. I reckon. Yeah, well, it should be a monthly segment. I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, Stel was saying after that that he wanted to do. I think it was the Prince's Park run. So yep. probably short term short term goal for for me would be organising with anyone who want to put puts their hand up. Let's go for a, a Prince's Park well, run. How far is that, Stel? Because I, I, I think it's I, about three point eight. Oh, I could do that. It's the as physio, far it's as I'll long wait, as it takes until you find Strava, a Carlton so player. <laughs> the physio won't see it. I won't log it on Strava. So um, no, it's, it's, it's a beautiful course, <laughs> slightly <laughs> undulating all the way around. Not much elevation. Oh, good he- heaps uh, of shit footballers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'll tell you what, mate. I went out to Tullamarine the other day for urban surf, and that Essendon hangar is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but how good is it? <laughs> you wouldn't want to be around there. <laughs> Um, Benny, any short-term goals? Sub-20. <laughs> we should just audio grab that. <laughs> Sub-20. No, Ben's short-term goal is to actually get out on the track on Saturday morning. Yeah, no, you're right. It's uh, <laughs> it's still up in the air as much as everyone seems to think it's locked in. If you go it quick enough, up. you could disguise it as a toilet run. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you've spent longer on the shitter. Yeah. Just to order Indian the night before. That'll, that'll uh, just put my SL twenty. Put my SL story. Yeah, put my SL twenties on and go. I'm, I'm just going to the toilet. <laughs> in your Lululemons. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be a few Lululemons dropping in the toilet. <laughs> Moving uh, on, Dane. Any, any short-term goals for you? Um. Short-term goals. I, uh, You're going to be I in Kennet River for a long uh, this time. So, what are you I think do I want to run to Wye River. Oh, that's a good idea. Run, How far run is that? How Ken- far is that? I think it's about five. From, just over five k from Kennet River to Wye River. So, I think, yeah. Would you run that on the road? Would you run it on the yeah. road? Yeah. I think the short-term goal for you would be to get Strava and to log it into Strava, so we can all get oh. get get dreamy of your of your run from uh from Kennet to Wye. Yeah. Tell me Strava. about it. After today's run, I was like, yep, I need to get Strava now. Dane's so, going to explode onto the scene. Yeah. Watch this space. Watch this Stasi. Haven't had it yet. He's coming Watch for you, Stasi. going. Is that your he's prediction, Stel? Is that your prediction? Ima- imagine, the fir- imagine you get two notifications on your Strava. The first one is, you've been added by Dane Kennedy. <laughs> the second one is... Dane's run is ready to view. He's just clocked a 19.565k as his run. Break the internet. I, I block him. <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. I'm deleting him. <laughs> Dane Kennedy never heard of him. That was on an uphill terrain as well. Oh. <laughs> uh, Stell, have you got any short-term goals? Ah. Uh. I can't believe this has turned into a segment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're two weeks, two and a half weeks until the new year. I I think just, uh, geez, I really probably should think of something specific. Uh, At the moment, I'm just sort of trying to continue building building strength. Maybe a a smirt goal. 
<laughs> you know, now I'll, tell you, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what my goal is. My goal is to go out and do a 5K time trial. Um, I haven't actually gone out and pushed myself as, as hard as I can do um, for 5K for whatever reason. I've just never done it. And I think it's a, it's a really good thing to do because it'll give me an idea of you know, some of the paces I'm capable of doing and a good tool to use in, um, you know, what I use as my training paces based on that. So that's my goal, to go out and give do a 5K you, time trial. Yeah. yeah, it'll give you that V-dot number style that we've spoken about number, previously. That's right. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, at the moment, I suppose, because I haven't done it, I'm really just using ballpark figures and going by feel, which is, um, yeah. I think... Um, some definitely some good goals there and this year's obviously been a hard year you know we haven't been able to catch up much for runs i know we've been speaking about it a lot we've all had our own kind of things going on but next year 2021 i think it's the year of the runner yep conversational pace is going to explode into the stratosphere and uh as opposed to 2020 the year of the dragon <laughs> whatever what that was in the chinese chinese new year was it the dragon this year oh, yes. i have no idea yeah. well we got burnt for sure <laughs> <laughs> so 2021 there's going to be a lot of runs happening it will be a lot of uh i think Maybe. we'll all do the sub 20 at some point in 2021 all five of us sub 20 yeah that's the goal yeah say four Say four. <laughs> you got the whole next year, Steve. All right. All of next year. You're a fast runner as well. You just got to get out there injury free. Yeah, your heart rate doesn't rise. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm going to go, go, go get that checked out. Um, <laughs> Stasi, it has been awesome having you on tonight. We're going to get you back for a proper Lay of the Land episode and you as well, Benny, just to talk smack or shit or whatever we talk about um, on the lay of the land. We might burp. Who might? Someone might burp. So who knows what will happen. Um, but yeah, it's been awesome for Conversational Pace Part 3. Thank you very much for having me, boys. It's been quite enjoyable. It's been great. And uh, the five-way chat on Zoom worked really well. So nice work. And Ben, with the new microphone, we can, we can count on better sound quality this time. So look, Steve, in a word, how would you describe Ben's mic? Oh, he's just muted himself. <laughs> we saw him moment. Stel, can you lip read that? You said you were good at lip reading. I was trying to think of a really good word that was like technical. Uh, but nothing was coming to me. It's been a long day. It's 9.30. I'm ready for bed. Crisp. Crisp. Did you say crisp? I love that. Chodish, maybe. <laughs> Phallic. <laughs> um, good luck with the, your goals for the little while. Ha- Merry Christmas and Happy New Year because we won't see you until January. Um, so everyone have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Benny, have a good time with your uh, Remy and Elliot. See you all in the new year. Cheers, boys. Yep. Yeah, thanks, boys. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. Hope Santa brings you some runners for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>